Welcome to Top Real Estate Secrets. I'm your host, Liz Boyce. I'm on a mission to show homeowners how to successfully sell their home on their own. I'm gonna give you the knowledge, the tools, and resources to save your family thousands of dollars. There's a new wave of tech real estate coming and it's gonna change everything. Now, if you get any value from my podcast, please like, share, and leave a comment. I wanna help as many people as I can, but I can't do that without your help. Thank you for your time and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Adriana with my partner Liz. Welcome back to Top Real Estate Secrets. Today, on today's episode, we are going to go over on the reasons why your home did not sell and you've already tried to sell it. So let's get started. I think the number one reasons homes do not sell when it's a for sale by owner are pictures. It's shitty pictures. I can't tell you how many times that we have looked at for sale by owner homes. We've looked at their ad and it hasn't sold because they have really bad pictures. I will never understand why someone, no, I don't even want to say that. That's probably rude. What? Yeah. I'll never understand why someone won't do Would it. Would never do a professional picture? Yeah. Because I don't want to Well, like I mean, they're probably down, trying but... to save money, but you're shooting yourself in the foot if you're doing that. It's not, at this point, you're trying to sell your house. So the least you can do is pay a professional photographer to get beautiful pictures and get people in the front door. That's the goal here. Yeah, point blank period. Pictures are so important that I had a home that it was a million dollar home. It needed some work and I knew it needed some work, but I'm very good at pictures. I hire the best. I hit the market and I probably had around 150 people walk through the home in the first two weeks. And I can't tell you how many times I heard, hey, wow, this home is, the pictures look way better than the home. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you want. Yeah, that is what you want because my job is to make sure that I get the most buyers in a home, even if it's not top notch. And so what I did was I had the best pictures. They came in, they looked at it, then they can make their decision on if they like the home and if they want to purchase it then. And even if they can overcome some things uh, by, Because that you know, can always be negotiable. Yeah. So, but you can't negotiate good pictures. No, you can't. So... When you are a for sale by owner, please do not take pictures with your camera. Now, if you have the 14 and the pro, then yes, then let's, that's something we can talk about. But a professional photographer, they're going to know the angles. When I have a photographer come into one of my listings, I always tell my sellers, hey, let them do their job. If they need to move something, let them move something because they know the angles. They know what to make sure that the home looks the best. And we also have websites, you know, we talk about it in our program that if you do, let's say, you know, money's a little tight and you do need to take it with your iPhone 14 Pro, um, we have a website that we actually send our pictures out to and they just highlight the sky. They make sure that it's super clean like an and editing. crisp. Yeah, it's yeah, like an editing and company. you can also go to YouTube University and just Google or YouTube picture photographer, you know, uh, how to take pictures of my homes for it to sell. Find the top person on YouTube that will teach you how to do this and just get yourself knowledgeable on how to take nice pictures. That's one way. But I still go back to getting a professional photographer. But if you have to do that and your budget is tight, that's a good option if you want to save some money. 
So, yeah, I'd say the second thing is going to be overpriced. Uh, a lot of for sale by owners. Listen, I get it. This is why we're doing what we're doing. Um, if I could sell my home on my own and I wasn't a licensed realtor and save twenty, thirty thousand dollars, I would do it. I'm not mad at you at all. In fact, that's why we're doing it is because we want people to understand the process and how to do it and how to hit the market correctly. But you can't overprice your home. If you overprice your home, it's not going to sell because we're going to go right down the street. When we bring our buyers, there's going to be other properties and we're going to find a home in that area that is priced correctly and buy that home. And so and yours I, will be literally lost, lost, lost in the, in the dust. sauce. Yeah. yeah, no one's gonna even know what's available because and, they're not looking for that price. That's over uh, that house. That's overpriced. Yes. So I think it's important that we state that when we uh, list a property, we slightly overprice a home, just slightly, because when you hit it, the first two weeks are super important. It's going to tell you everything that you need to know about the property who's out there, who's been waiting, because when it hits the market, you have a lot of buyers out there that have set themselves up that said, hey, I'm going to wait until I get the right property. And then as soon as it hits the market, I'm ready to buy it right away. So you, the first like three days, you're going to, you should get a ton of showings. If you don't, then something's wrong with your property. It's either going to be really bad pictures or it's going to be, um, you know, unmaintained. If the price is too high, it may deter potential buyers from even walking in the property. Um, it's not going to pass appraisal. And that's a huge thing is that people for sale by owners, they don't realize that, you can list the property for 400000 but let's say it's worth three hundred and fifty because we're, as realtors, we're going to look around, we're going to look at the comps, and if the comps are three fifty, and you've put your property on the market for four hundred, dollars buyers can't even bring $50,000 to the table, and it's not going to pass appraisal. You're going to go through the entire process and of gonna the contract. And you're going to waste a lot of time. Yeah. It's gonna, you're going to waste a lot of time going through that. Rat it's race. Not it's not going to pass. And then fun. you're going to have to fall out of contract and lower it anyways. So be super reasonable. Learn about the comps. We have a program. Go to our YouTube channel. We actually have a video where we break down on how you can find the comps in your area. Um, Adriana and I, we just sold the biggest home in Claremont, which was 7,000 square feet. Um, when it's that big and you can't, we couldn't you can't find, find comps. any comps yeah. because it's a very unique property. We actually bring an appraisal company in and they're going to have to find the comps for us. And then when the appraiser comes after we go under contract, we're actually going to throw that appraiser at appraisal to support at the appraisal. That, yeah, yeah, to support that at the closing table. And then they're going to say, oh, okay, I know what it is. And then that's its true value. And then you can just move forward. Yeah. So yeah, if you have so. any questions on how to find a comp, that's what we're here for. We're here to help you because we're the professionals and we want to assist you in finding that. Don't just guess it. Right. Yeah. Don't just guess it. But you it. can learn. Yeah, you can learn. But um, like in 2020 and 2021, of course, everybody was overpricing their home because uh. the market was insane. Everyone from New York, from Canada, from literally everywhere was moving to Florida. So we were having properties that were twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars above the asking oh price. Oh my gosh! We yeah. even had a um, property in Sarasota. It was a waterfront property, 
And uh, it was one of our investors from California, mm-hmm. remember? Yeah. And uh, we made an offer on this house. Absolutely stunning. We were ready to, we wanted to make an offer, an all cash offer. And the realtor called me back and said, I'm so sorry, Adriana. We just got a ca- another cash offer at $100,000 above the price that you just gave me. And I was like, wow, that's disturbing. Mm-hmm. So I also do remember the one in Claremont where I sold that one and they came in multiple offers. I think I had 12 to go through and $70,000. I got them over over. the actual asking price. Now we're not in that market right now. Now, because we're located in Florida, people are still moving to Florida, which causes a demand, which we are actually going back to multiple offers. If it is priced correctly. Yeah, I do agree. Um, but it has to be priced correctly. Nothing has to be uh, wrong with it. It needs to be fixed up properly before you hit the market. Uh, then it's going to be, you know, a normal traditional sale will you, where it will sell. Yeah. Being so. here in Florida. Uh, the next I, thing we're going to talk about is marketing, right? Yeah, okay. I think so that's marketing a is another really major thing. As a for sale by owner, there's uh, a few websites you can go to, like for sale by owner.com. Redfin.com, Zillow.com. Uh, what's the other Trulia, one? Trulio.com. Yeah, homes.com. There's honestly, there's, there's a ton so many. Of them. Oh, and then yeah. um, you know what's a really good one too that a lot of people don't use is Facebook. Facebook mm, Marketplace. That's a big one on that. Um, because you can literally instantly chat with people. That's um, one really cool feature about Facebook is you have a chat option. So you can answer questions right away, send them your property profile link. You can answer questions literally at two o'clock in the morning. Um, instead of ha- waiting for someone to call you. So that's a really good one is using Facebook Marketplace. But in order to market correctly, step one is having good pictures so that you can get qualified, interested buyers that want to have their questions answered. So yeah, listing it uh, priced correctly. Again, and then- priced correctly too. You can list it on Zillow.com or you can list it on Realtor.com. But the most powerful thing that a realtor uses is called the MLS system, which is the multiple listing service uh, system. We use that. And it's actually, I think we have about- It syndicates to all of the websites that I mentioned before, except for Facebook. That's separate. And Craigslist is another one that I did not mention, but you can also use Craigslist as well. Um, Now, I want to talk about uh, our program and the other programs that are out there because if you decide to list with the MLS or with Zillow.com, the first day you will probably get around 20 to 30 realtors call you and they're actually going to call you to get your listing. If you go with a program like ours or if you go with another program where you go through a multiple listing service, they will actually syndicate you out to those properties like Zillow, Trulia, Homes.com, Military So you don't have to make an account, upload the pictures, put the description. That can get extremely time consuming. And you're also protected where it looks like a realtor is helping you and they are helping you. Uh, But then that cuts off the regular realtors just calling you directly, trying to get your be harassed. Right. I think it's super important that we let people know that when you go to sell your home on your own, you want to work with realtors, 100% buyers, agents, because we're the ones that have the buyers in our CRM system. We have, you know, in our area, 
I was, you know, telling our friend, I think we have like 110,000 um, buyer leads buyer leads in our actual system because we've been doing this for so long. So when we work with sellers, we actually just kind of narrow it down in our system and said, hey, do we already have a buyer already? So... So yeah, we want to. We want you want to work with real realtors. Yeah, because they're going to bring you the buyers, but not just buyers. They're going to bring you the qualified buyers, and that's the most important. Because as a real estate agent, I won't even waste time showing someone a property unless I know that they're pre-approved. Simple, agreed. Point yeah. blank. Period. If you're not pre-approved, do not waste our time. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times we've called for sale by owners and they just they're nasty immediately to realtors. shut us off but we are with our program we're already going to save you money on the listing side um, but on the buyer side it's super important to offer that commission on the other side because they have the buyers they're bringing them they're working with them every day so why would you cut off your buyers list you're already going to save you know 10 15 20 thousand dollars on the side two, two, at least two percent of your uh at least yeah two or two percent you know 2.5 percent typically it's three percent uh but you know if you're in tampa that's at two percent right now if you're in miami that's at two percent but we're in orlando which is at 2.5 percent if you are a lower price tier you're actually going to be three four percent because it's a hundred thousand dollars and you know you need to offer them something because sadly it's a, it's a lot of work very very <laughs> sadly it makes my heart hurt even saying this but if you do not offer a decent commission some realtors they won't even show the property so i had a situation happen one time where i had a buyer send me a property that was for sale by owner and I called him and I was like, hey, I'm interested in showing your home, uh, you know, with these qualified buyers. They want it. They're very interested. The guy was such a jerk. He was like, you know what? I'm only going to give you um, 1%. Mm-hmm. And I said, wow, like the average is like two to three for the buyer side. And he was just extremely rude about it. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm like, honestly, I don't even want to waste my time showing your property um, not even getting paid anything to show it and now having to deal with someone that is a complete jerk. Yeah. So I think it's that super, turned me off on that situation. Yeah, I think it's super important that when you do list your home for sale by owner, that you are negotiable, you have a good attitude, you want to work with buyers, agents. I get that you don't want to work with listing agents. I'm not even mad at you for that because guess what? I would want to save that money too. That's why Adriana came up with this program to help you save and learn and sell your home on your own. I'm not even like upset about it. I would, I'm helping out your mom and dad. (laughs) (laughs) So the next thing we want to talk about is unwilling to negotiate. Yes. That's a big one. That is a big one because I, you know, I've been doing this a long time. I think I'm going on 13 years and I've saved deals because when I go into any kind of listing, I talk to the other realtor. I talk to the homeowners. I let them know like, hey, everything is fixable. We can do fix anything, um, negotiate anything. We have one goal here, which is either to sell your home or my buyers to buy your home. And if we come in with a good attitude, then 
anything can be fixed. Absolutely. You shouldn't come in and just all of a sudden say, I'm not fixing anything. That's not the right attitude to have. You, you have to compromise something. You have get, to. Get it sold that way. Um, we're kind of dealing with that issue right now with one of our list or yeah. one of our buyers and bless her heart. She wants, it's a, it's a for sale by owner. We're working with them. We're bringing the buyer. Um, I'm not upset that he wants to save all this money, but he also doesn't want to fix anything either. And some of these things are super important and make sure that you pay it, that you listen to our inspection podcast because we're going to go over the fears of what inspections are, what's reasonable, what's unreasonable to actually learn how yeah. to fix. But yeah, please be negotiable. Have a good attitude. It's everything is fixable. Everything. Yeah. And again, the end goal is to get your property sold. So negotiate till you get that buyer. Yeah. So the next up is going to be market your, conditions. Yeah. So market conditions, they fluctuate. Of course, in Florida, it's a, it's always if people it's are in always season to move or here. out of season. Yes. So the season is in Florida and mostly anywhere. It's going to be the school season when your kids are going to get out of school. For us, it's going to be starting. We start in May. People really start hitting us hard, and they want to start moving and uh, looking around. And then it ends back in August when school starts up because they just want to be settled. So they just want to sell during the summer, get in. People are going to different school zones. And so your market conditions is a big part of, hey, is my property selling? Where is it? Also, where is it located? Yeah, exactly. That's a, that's a big one, too, you know. I, and then like luxury. If you have a luxury property, that's going to take a little longer to sell. Yes. So. Yeah. So I think the last one that we can go over for me, it's not that big of a deal, but it's important for her. She's a big curb appeal girl. <laughs> she likes to pull up to a home and it look very pristine for me. Will it stop a home from selling? No, but will it stop you getting the most money for your home? Yes. You need to make sure that when someone pulls up to your home, it's clean. Uh, we actually throw in part of our service, we will actually throw down red mulch. It's $2 a bag for $50. Me and Adriana will literally go out Do there, it ourselves. drop mulch ourselves. And then right before the pictures, that way our pictures are super pristine. They look good. And there you go. I'm a they firm believer in uh, first impressions are everything. So when you walk up and walk up to a home as a buyer, you want to envision yourself living there. That's one. And I feel like it's not that expensive to make your home look fabulous for maybe what a hundred bucks. Add some fresh mulch. Get some beautiful, vibrant, uh, colorful flowers. You could even go to. Um, Hobby Lobby and get whatever season it is, get a seasonal mat, doormat. And you can do things like a fresh uh, fresh coat of paint for your front door. If your hardware is looking a little rusty, add some beautiful new hardware because that's the first impression when someone walks into a home. They want to envision themselves living somewhere that makes them happy mm -hmm. instantly. So I believe that, yeah, make it look beautiful and make it look inviting and 
also make it smell good when when people walk in there. Yeah, that is a big one. So So. I actually work with a candle company that's in Texas. It's a triple scented candle. She pours them herself and one little jar will actually make the entire home smell amazing. Yeah. So that's I think it's super important that when you another reason why homes aren't selling are going to be your four point. So a four point for a home is going to be your four major points, which you have your roof, you have your electrical, you have your HVAC system, and you have your plumbing. If any of those are messed up, your home most likely will not sell unless you fix the problem. And the reason why is because the buyer on the other side can't get a loan. If your home needs to be replumbed, you can't get a loan if you don't fix it. Mm. If your home, the roof, if it's older than, you know, certain amount of time right now in Florida, it's like seven years. It's super crazy. Um, seven to 10 years. And, uh, that will stop a home from selling. The buyer can't, can't get, get a loan, can't get insurance. Um, we're notorious for actually getting new roofs for our clients and having our roofer get paid at closing. At closing which we're doing that right now with a deal. And yes. they are very happy with that. Yes. So. Um, another one is going to be the electrical panel. We're actually dealing it with our um, $2.2 million Uh, property on the lake. It had a federal Pacific box in there and those are no longer available or they're not up to code. Yeah, they're not up to code and you can't get approved with your loan unless you go out. It's it's like $450 to just change it out. But if you're unreasonable and you don't fix these things, you're not going to get it sold because the buyer can't get a loan. So one of the the last one is going to be your HVAC system. One of the things that I do, I have my guy, Jesse, he comes in, he will actually fix up the HVAC. So I see a lot of this and people do not realize that I like to cut off problems before they even start. So Jesse comes in for $250. He services the whole HVAC system. He actually paints the system to make it look super nice and pristine. No, <laughs> no mold or anything. And it's super clean, clear field filter. Because when you do go through inspection and all of this is there, they're going to try to beat you up mm-hmm. on the back end. So I just go ahead and say, hey, it's worth that $250. You're going to have zero problems on the back end. And if there is a problem, we're going to find it before we even hit the market. Yeah. So let's fix it. So that's pretty much it. I mean, those are just a few, yeah. you know, helpful ideas and tips that um, of reasons why your home did not sell. Thanks for listening to Top Real Estate Secrets. We hope that you feel empowered to actually sell your home on your own. I know it can be scary, but it can be done. And let's teach you how to save thousands of dollars in commission. Yes. And we will catch you guys on the next episode. We hope that we inspired you to listen to our podcast. We're going to go over things like communication with buyers, what contracts are out there that you can actually accept, how to hit the market correctly with getting you the best exposure with the most money, and most importantly, how to save commission without using an agent. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.